Hey everyone, welcome to Ice Cream with Investors. I'm your host, Matt Four, and today you're tuning in to a special real estate niche series that I shot with my good friend, Caleb Williams, over at Better Wealth. In this series, we cover all of the different real estate niches, from fix and flip, to buying land, to becoming the bank by buying real estate debt. We cover it all. If you missed our previous episodes, go back and check out the previous niches we covered. And thanks again for listening to Ice Cream with Investors. I hope you all have a wonderful day. You're listening to Ice Cream with Investors, a podcast that is dedicated to teaching you how to better invest your money so that you can live a more intentional life. I'm your host, Matt Four, and it is my goal to teach and empower you to remove the roadblocks to your financial success. All right, we're going to be talking about real estate, investment notes, buying notes, buying other people's mortgages, all those good things. I'm here with Matt Four, the producer of Ice Cream with Investors and you talk all about real estate investing and it's great. I love the series that we're in on the Better Wealth Show. And so with that, this is something I'm not super familiar with, but I have heard of people doing this and i am got my notebook out ready to learn. Awesome. Well, real estate notes is really you being the bank. So we were talking about it offline that when you go to Bank of America and sign up for a mortgage, Bank of America most times doesn't keep that on their books. What they do is sell it to a note investor there are some big institutions out there and then they get their cash back to go invest in other things on a small community bank standpoint sometimes they need to free up cash and will sell off their notes uh to small mom and pop investors like myself and i can buy the mortgage that a person has so that's what really investing in notes is is really buying mortgages for your consistent income streams so in other words i got my start in working at a community bank and they would sell all the 30-year fixed mortgages to freddie or fanny okay they did that but then some of our commercial real estate instead of holding that note what they could do is if they if they maybe had a lot of people come in and they didn't necessarily want all of that risk they could sell the note to an investor and the, and the investor is essentially going to get the income stream of that investment. But the downside, if the person doesn't pay the loan, you are being a micro bank within. You are a bank. Okay, cool. When, when you buy real estate notes, you are the bank. Cool. You, you own the mortgage for that person. You have the rights to foreclose on them. and all, Really? And also though, this is one of the benefits, restructure that. I'll give you a couple of pros. So the pros about this space is there's no maintenance. Mm, the bank yeah. is not knocking on my door saying, hey, we have a mortgage with you. We want to come inspect your property. And I don't call the bank when I say, hey, I've got a running toilet. Will you come fix it? So it's a way to get involved in real estate without having to uh, have to deal with tenants, uh, maintenance, capital expenditures, and all of that. Second benefit that I've seen in this space is the lower cost of entry. So I can absolutely go buy a note from a bank or I can buy a portion of the payments. So you really see this in the real estate investing community when people are doing seller finance. So I sell Caleb my house on a seller finance note. So Caleb is paying me the income streams. I can then turn around and sell it to Dan the first 12 payments. So you can get involved in buying a partial is what they call them of the real estate notes. And then the last thing that I absolutely love about this space is small community banks will offload assets that are underperforming, offload real estate mortgages that are underperforming instead of foreclosing on people. Why? 
because there's only two banks in town and they don't want to be known as the bank that's going around foreclosing on people. So if a bank, and you can pull this up on FDIC.com and see which banks have loans in real estate that are older than 90 days, older than 120, and you can call that bank and say, hey, I'll offer you 60 cents on the dollar for that mortgage. And some banks would say, yes, please get it off my books because I don't want to have to go through the foreclosure process and have that reputation that I'm the one out there foreclosing on it. So when you buy that note at like 60 cents on the dollar, you now can go to that borrower and say, tell me what's going on here. Well, you know, we had a flat tire and we didn't pay in month one. And then all of a sudden month two, we were behind and we didn't feel like we could catch up. So we just stopped paying. Okay. How about you just give me half of what you owe or a third of what you owe we restructure the terms instead of a 20 year left on your mortgage we'll go 30. you can really start playing around with the numbers here to make it all work i'm gonna give everybody a book recommendation on this it's called invest in debt by jim napier and he wrote a brilliant book on all of the different ways you can restructure loans to make them financially work for if you say for instance i only want a 12 percent return on my money he gives you some formulas to say, this is what you would need to do in that situation. He basically gives you an A plus B equals C. As long as you know one of the A plus B equals C, as long as you know one of those, you can kind of restructure this. So I personally, as a finance geek and somebody mm -hmm. that just likes to move around numbers and play with them in my head, love the note space because you can just be super creative. The other pro to this is I feel like there's not a lot of people it's not very competitive. Yep. And so if you actually understand this, if you become specialized, have specialized knowledge in this, you almost might be pinching yourself saying like, why aren't other people doing this? Well, other people don't know that this exists. And so it's, it's one of those things that is, it can be a pro if you're the right person. Yeah, a good friend of mine, Jamie Bateman, owns the uh, Good Deeds podcast, or he's co-host on the Good Deeds podcast. And Good Deeds is about real estate notes. And he just does a really good job of kind of educating me and understanding how creative they can get. He's got this brilliant story out there where he bought a note in Jacksonville, Florida for like 40 cents on the dollar. Mm. The person wasn't performing on it. They restructured the loan. They defaulted again. So he foreclosed on the home and he bought that property for 50 cents on the dollar of what it was worth. And it needed no repairs and basically flipped it. So he made a 50% return on his money by holding the property and working with the borrower and, and ultimately having to go through a foreclosure, which is not something I love to do. But, you know, people sign up for obligations. And if they don't fulfill those obligations, there's consequences on it. Is one of the cons to this is like when you say foreclosing, like I see where a bank can foreclose, but like how does matt four foreclose on me like what how does that work yeah well remember matt four in this situation is the bank they yeah. own the obligation that person who is has the mortgage owes matt for the money i bought the contract for that money and if you don't pay matt for the bank for instance then it's the same foreclosure process as a bank would go through as a county would go through as anybody who's uh delinquent on their debt would go through so that's that actually is one of the cons here is the barrier to entry to understanding the legal ramifications. There's a number of different deed types. There's land deeds, deed of trust, deed in lieu, quick claim deeds, all that kind of stuff. So understanding this deed in this county has this legal ramification is a barrier to entry. And understanding how to navigate that process can be a bit difficult and time consuming. The other con I would say here is you're almost fixing 
your capital to an interest rate and a payment stream in a high inflation environment, usually you don't want to do that, right? If I, for instance, invest in a bond at 4% and inflation is 5%, I'm losing money every year yep. sort of thing. And that's what this is. You're, you're basically buying debt. And when you buy debt, it usually has a fixed payment to it. And if it has a fixed payment in a high inflation environment, you're not participating in the inflation tailwind. So it can be a bit of a headwind. Yeah, I I would say that would be the probably the number one downfall is 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 it something is it an asset class that you'd like? I do like the idea that being the bank, you have the ability to restructure certain things. But if you were to come to me and say, hey, I can give you five percent or six percent, but it's going to be for the next 30 years. I personally would be like, uh, I think I'll pass. And with that said, where where else out there can you get something pretty solid um, and pretty safe for five, six percent? I also take one of your cons and make it a pro. I love when things are a little bit harder to en enter because um, just like I, I'm a little bit hesitant to compete with the single family game because it seems like everybody's a single family expert. I feel like in this game, if, if you do want to take this seriously, it might take some time to get up and learn, but then the competition is really low. And so it's one of those cons that is an initial con, but could be a pro if you lean into it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I own a couple of real estate notes. Um, it's basically an income stream tied to a piece of property. And if that person stops paying the income stream, then all of a sudden I get access to a property. Um, for pennies on the dollar. So it's a great asset class. Um, but to your point, I mean, I think- how, uh, how many years are you, is it a 30 year note? So no. Okay. Um, it was originally a 30 year note, but I think uh, they're like 12 to 14 okay. years now. It, yep. it was in its maturation process or it was maturing. Where I would love to get into with this space is finding seller finance notes where the the person that owns the paper because usually seller finance notes are only like two three five yeah. ten years i mean they're smaller terms yeah. and higher interest rates because they're outside of the banking system so since i'm the lender and i'm taking a chance on you outside of the system i can charge a higher rate uh, i would love to go find those uh, seller finance notes that have five years left on them at a 9% interest rate kind of thing and just know that my capital was working at 9% with a consistent income stream. I love it, man. Anything that you want to summarize in bundling this all together? No, Invest in Debt is probably one of my favorite real estate books because I am a math nerd and because I love numbers. So if you love numbers and, and figuring out formulas and how do you tweak this to get a better return and things like that, it's going to be a, a great book for you. If you don't like numbers, don't even bother reading it because it'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll make your head spin. But I would also go check out the Good Deeds podcast with Jamie. I, I think he and Chris do a really good job over there kind of going through some of the issues here. But to your point where there's issues, there's usually good upside too. And if you're enjoying the series that we're in on the Better Wealth Show about real estate, you'll love the uh, podcast that you host, Matt, Ice Cream with Investors. And I would highly recommend you go check him out, subscribe, and make sure to leave a review. And we're learning a ton about real estate, but ultimately what it's going to blow up into uh, is everything investing. And I love the idea of starting with real estate. And so thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening to Ice Cream with Investors. If you like what we serve you here, it would mean the world to me if you would like, subscribe, and leave a review on your favorite podcast app.